0: welcome back to single-minded we are back Linda welcome back
1: welcome back
0: you have lipstick on your teeth I'm pretty sure and we're (laughs) filming video (laughs) so we're back for single-minded we had a little bit of a break I had a lot on the go so for those that don't know I got a full-time job and I was working like six days a week on top of like an extra day on top of that full-time job and everyone that knows me, like I don't know what I was thinking. I don't want to work six days a week. So I'm now working part-time in that job and I'm doing a couple of other freelance jobs and now I have time So, this episode is sponsored by Viviology and if you don't know Viviology, it is a collab between Adore Beauty and James Vivian. So, I obviously love Adore Beauty. I host a podcast, but I also love James (laughs) Vivian. (laughs) I love James Vivian and I actually haven't told you this story, mum. So, James Vivian, I... I basically go there as my dermal therapist. I get all my skin treatments done at James Vivian. I've been going there before he did the skincare brand with the door. So he invited me to come in the other day to get. Skin treatment, and he emailed me and said, "Do you want to bring the Canadian? Oh. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll, like, bring him along, and we can do a skin treatment." And I said to Nick, "I was like, oh, do you want to come?" He was super excited, and then I was like, "Oh, but I'll probably have to film something and put it on Insta because it'll be really note. funny." And he was like, mm, "I'm not quite ready for that
1: yet." Am the Canadian? What about <laughs> no, James?
0: I just was like, if you're coming, we have to do some funny content, but actually he wasn't available anyway. So he's going to come next time. But to tell you a little bit about Viviology, interestingly, Ruby, my sister who edits the podcast, had asked about, she wanted to get a really good moisturizer and a really good hyaluronic acid niacinamide serum. So, we were like doing her a whole skincare thing for her birthday. And I actually bought her before we were even sponsored on this podcast by Viviology. I bought her the niacinamide and HA serum and the ceramide moisturizer. And the reason is I think it's like really, really good cosmeceutical skincare, but it's really affordable. It's at a really good price point. If you want to use active ingredients like vitamin C, retinols, niacinamide, I really recommend this range. I have. Already gone through the ceramide moisturizer and the niacinamide and hyaluronic acid serum. Ooh, I really love to try that. I really love them both. And single minded listeners have also got a code. You'll receive a Viviology Vitamin C Serum Deluxe Mini 10 mil with every Viviology purchase. So use the code single minded and it's valid until the 4th of May, 2023. Jump on to adorebeauty.com.au and with every purchase of bibliology you will get your little deluxe mini. But Linda, you have you've been living the single-minded dream over in Thailand. <laughs> you were obviously
1: all my content was actually influencing you in Thailand. It did influence me because I needed a reset, as you know, and not to put too fine a point on it, physically lazy. I'd put on weight, eating very badly, still eating ice cream, which I started eating during COVID. I don't know why. So I felt like shit. And we looked at all different places. And because you had recommended Thailand, we decided to go to Phuket to a retreat for 16 days. So I've come back feeling about a 1,000% better.
0: Mm-hmm. The funniest was when someone was filming mum doing breath work. She was going,
1: <laughs> so they call yep. that fire and ice. I know you've just done fire and ice, it was a little bit different. And that was 30 minutes of this breath work where you deep breathe so deeply and then you have to hold your breath 30 seconds. Yeah, I've done one it one minute, two minutes. I can't hold my breath, nor do I want to hold my breath. So I was sneaking, going, <laughs> and just breathing through my nose.
0: So you were sneaking. You were you were cheating and sneaking breaths during breath work. It's like when people go to like health retreats and they sneak cigarettes or they sneak coffee. So So you were doing breath work, sneaking breath.
1: But then she edged there were two blokes. It was a bit embarrassing. So I had to sit on the edge of the ice bath, which wasn't ice, it was freezing cold water. So the ice all melts. And Mm -hmm. so I got myself in. She's you know (gasps) hyperventilating so we we did the breathing and I managed to stay in for a minute so that wasn't too bad but I didn't do that again and I was going to tell you some of the funny things that I didn't do I did hikes and sort of cardio type exercise and Muay Thai loved Mm -hmm. Muay Thai loved kicking I went to a bells meditation. Do you know what that is? Like they It's like a sound
0: bowl. Oh, okay, no. Ding. Yep, ding meditation.
1: I only went because all these fantastic women came in and massaged our heads and our feet, so I love that. And there was something called, I don't know if you've heard of this, kundalini meditation. No, kundalini, Mm -hmm. is it? Yoga. I've written mediation. (laughs) Meditation.
0: (laughs) <laughs> kundalini mediation? No, it's a kunda, Kundalini yoga. Well, it or was it's bre- breathing, crazy yes, breathing. Too
1: woo woo like for that. me. So too woo
0: woo for me. Uh, okay, so in Thailand, <laughs> I went to a Kundalini Kundalini class, and the woman behind me sounded like she was having multiple orgasms.
1: Uh, it was, it was no. like she
0: was like, <gasps> uh, and I thought, is she feeling something that I'm not feeling? Like I just was like bored the whole class. Breath work's not my thing.
1: No, so the description of that just I just went what the hell, and also I didn't try. I was thinking about it. It was called tension and trauma release exercises, and we skipped <sighs> that. One of the guests was this fifty; it was nearly fifty, huge muscle bound bloke. He was pretty impressive, so he started telling us that he'd been, and he, then he started telling us his life story. And Aww. he said when he went, he started crying. crying. Like he was so shocked.
0: Yeah, wow. But
1: anyway, definitely going to go next year. And I've come back and I'm on track. I feel really motivated and on track. I think. And it's been amazing.
0: I think it's important to tell people that, Linda, like I know with the body positivity movement, I'm not against it, but it's almost like you're not allowed to say anymore. I want to lose weight. Like it's almost like it's a dirty word to say, oh, Uh. I don't feel good. And I want to lose weight. So I feel like it's okay, Linda, you, this podcast, we're not going to judge you for wanting to but lose they asked. weight. asked, they your, said what... <laughs> your number one reason for going was to lose weight, be honest. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: I did it. And they they said, what are your goals? And I said, I want to lose weight.
0: I think it's also about wanting to feel healthy, like you want to feel you're fit and healthy and strong. I felt
1: like a slug.
0: Yeah, a bit yeah, like that. So
1: I learned a lot about intermittent fasting.
0: Another thing about intermittent fasting that people that I've read a lot about, and there's a lot of research on, is that's good for longevity.
1: Correct, they said that. So for now, no carbs. We'll we'll see where that goes.
0: It's a keto diet, isn't it?
1: It's keto and they gave me some sticks to pee on to see if, a, oh, a, if I was in if keto. You're in ketosis. But they were out of date and so it was brown <laughs> and it stayed brown. So I never knew. I never weighed myself before I went or after. I still haven't. Good. That's it's, good. It's, it's, it's all not about how about, you feel. It's how I feel and I do feel great, brilliant, great. I sh- I shouldn't have to spend 16 days in a retreat but anyway, it's got me <laughs> – back into a good mindset
0: well talking about mindsets so because we're back for single-minded I wanted to do an episode I'm obviously not single anymore and it's been a very very long road to not be single
1: I nearly wore my single my (laughs) daughter's single t-shirt
0: when am I ever going to wear that again
1: I have to donate it
0: yeah, keep it. It's a memento from That's a very true. long period. From from the last 10 years of your life actually, <laughs> almost. So this podcast is still going to be about dating and about being single and a lot like I wanted the podcast more to be about not so much single but Pursuing a life that is different to the status quo, I think, is like a big theme of the podcast. So that might be in work, relationships, travel, whatever it is. But a lot of the people that I've got lined up to interview are living really interesting lives, really meaningful, full, interesting lives. A lot of them actually happen to be single. So it works really well with the podcast. But something I wanted to talk about in retrospect, I probably wasn't as comfortable to talk about this until now. And I know that's really sad, but I just felt so sad that I couldn't talk from a place of sadness because I'm sort of past that sadness now. I feel I can talk about it with a bit more self-reflection. Do you know what I mean? Like I can talk about it now and go, but when you're in the middle of it, you just like you feel so ashamed and you just don't want to share about it.
1: We knew you were a bit sad.
0: Yeah, you knew I was sad. <laughs> I was so, I, I, so I'm going to go into the story, but this is basically the honest truth about being single for nine years. I couldn't even admit that I had been single for that long.
1: I can't because, even believe it was nine years. It went so well, quickly.
0: Yeah, I did have, like, I did fall in love, like, once during oh. that time. Oh, who is?
1: Oh yes, yes, who. yes, yes. Sorry, but that I've person, forgotten. That He's long gone in my that, memory.
0: <laughs> that person didn't love me back, so mm. I don't really count that as anything serious because it was only that. on my end. Did it feel serious? I did date people from a few months here and there, whatever, but I didn't have anyone like a companion or like someone that I like could hang Can out with all the time. Just describe
1: our movie nights, like
0: going to the movies. Yes. Yeah. So I would always on like go to the movies with mum and dad and I would, they'd make me sit in the middle, which was terribly depressing, (laughs) but also fun. And I did love that. So I was single for nine years and I think on Instagram, I definitely was trying to show the best side of single life because there were definitely good sides to Mm. it but there are two sides to every coin on one side i think you have total freedom when you're single you can travel you have disposable income you can do whatever you want whenever you want and you don't really have to compromise on anything but on the other side i found myself very lonely like i would call it soul crushing loneliness and i haven't Mm. probably talked about it a lot on here I remember distinctly when I was freezing my eggs and I was injecting myself with hormones and I just was like, the level of loneliness at that time, I can't even describe it. It was just such, I sort of fell into a depression because of it. Just the loneliness was like sucking me up because because you really want someone to go through that with you when you're injecting yourself like I had to inject myself and you refused to so there was no one there was no sort of brave partner to do it for me and to go through it with me. And I would say that last year of being single was like one of the worst years of my life. It was so awful. I couldn't comprehend being on dating apps for a decade. It had been nine years and I just couldn't comprehend ten years. So at that point I just completely gave up. I deleted my dating apps for the last time and I feel like that was when the magic happened because – It was at that point that I had zero expectations, and Mm. I threw away all my expectations, and I just sort of turned up in life as myself.
1: Yeah, no, I always felt worried about you because you'd come up and for family dinners too, and even that Mm. could be lonely because you've got three three couples and Hannah, and I I always felt bad about ah, I hated
0: it. I absolutely and I even
1: though you were with us.
0: I tried to put on a brave face for family events, but I'm sorry to say this, but I would watch Sam and Alice, my mm. sister and her husband. I can, I can say this now because I don't feel it anymore, but I would just look at them with death eyes and I almost hated them for being so happy sometimes. <laughs> like I was so, it was like everyone else had found someone and it was just never, once you get to that nine year or, you know, I'd say anything over six, seven years, you just you're like, this is never going to happen for me. It's Mm, been so long. There's nobody out there for me. This is it. I would say as well, modern dating had become so unbearable that that wasn't even an option anymore. There was a few moments where I just thought like I was getting the whole, I'd go on dates with guys and they would be like, you know, on there was one guy in particular I really had a crush on him and then on the third date he told me that he didn't want monogamy, he wanted to be with – he obviously – he also actually, to be fair, I think he was saying that because he didn't like me and I sort of had a crush on him and I could tell he didn't like me and that we weren't aligned. But I was almost so desperate to cling on to any any sign of liking someone that I felt when he said to me, oh, I'm not looking for monogamy, I'm sure if he met the right person, he might be interested in monogamy.
1: Well, fortunately you told me what ethical non-monogamy was at that stage because I haven't heard of it. And Mm -hmm. um, when we were in Thailand, one of the females that works there, we got into a D&M with her and I was desperate to know her story, how long have you been working here, what did you do before, where are you from and then I said, so have you got a partner and that was a very loaded question. So her partner, how do you say its into is inter-ethical non-monogamy or his, I don't even know the term but
0: Polyamorous, maybe whatever He's she polyamorous. used. Yeah, yeah.
1: So when he met her, he had a girlfriend. So he'd come to where we were as a guest. She worked there. He had a girlfriend in another country who was actually only in her thirties. Both apparently aligned to non-monogamy. So then mm-hmm. he met this person that we <laughs> were talking to.
0: <laughs> they were both aligned to aligned. non. They were non. They, they were non-monogamous. They were non-monogamous. <laughs> but
1: they. Had agreed to be together and be non-monogamous. (laughs) Non-monogamous.
0: There's a really good Louis Theroux documentary. Have you seen it? I don't know. It's about polyamory. You've got to see it. Anyway.
1: He met this person whilst he was there Mm -hmm. and they ended up, as she said, connecting on a very deep level. So now they live together in Thailand. She described herself as his primary partner this was Friday. She said that weekend he was off to visit his lover and she was absolutely fine about it. So I mm. said, well, he has lovers, so do you? And she said, no, that wasn't for her. She is monogamous. I just couldn't get my head around it. It felt unfair. <laughs> she was so such a beautiful person.
0: What we'll do is I'm going to get you to watch this Louis through documentary about it. It's I think Love Without Limits is the name of the documentary. That's what she was talking about. Yes, the documentary.
1: No, she was talking about they they connect on a different level and this this sort of thing, monogamy, isn't important, even though she follows it.
0: Anyway, it's a a fascinating watch Mm, and I feel so let's watch that and I think we should definitely come back and discuss
1: that. I need to educate myself. Mm.
0: I just feel like there was so many moments like that where all, all I wanted, all my little heart wanted, was someone that wanted to be monogamous, of course. that I that I could be myself with, that kind of also accepted all my quirks and all my. There was like. Mum's looking at me like, Uh, I'm going
1: to read the little text from last night, which is one of your works. Do you know I got texted?
0: (laughs) I know. Yes,
1: I do. So Nick. The the Canadian. But we we have to call him lovely Nick. And um, he says, hey, last night, 9.30, hey, Linda, we ran out of toilet paper. Do you have a spare roll? (laughs) Hannah asked me to ask you, are you mental? Why did you make him do that? So I said, yes, I'll put it in the lift. Tell her she uses too much. (laughs) I know.
0: Don't out me.
1: Thank you. Oh, yeah. She uses so much.
0: (laughs) That's mum's Canadian accent. Can you do the other accent? (laughs) No, 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 I can't do it it No, I can't. She does does a really good Canadian accent. He puts up with. A lot of.
1: Weird quirks, I think,
0: but it's actually not because when you meet someone that is like simpatico, they're not quirks anymore. You both have your own language. You both do sit like it's kind of when people say your person, like you found your person, and so you've gone almost a decade without meeting your person. No one was ever the right person.
1: Nick is definitely the right person.
0: I never connected. Like I never connected with someone and I never could just talk for five hours with someone and not get bored or like, you know, like I could never sleep in the same bed with someone. Like it was just so many things and so it really felt I'd come up against a wall and I couldn't smash the, you know, like I couldn't smash the wall down and there was no one there was no one that was the right person for me. So I guess this episode's really for anyone that is in that mindset because you might have been single for a few years and you're like, it's never going to happen for me or you've mm. been single for a year or two. and But I was single for so long that I really genuinely was like, this is it. So I would say at some point, this is kind of like what, what happened and I don't know if it all work for everyone but I feel like this really worked for me this point I was just like very lonely and I was running away because I just like was like Melbourne's not for me I was like I can't be here and be single anymore and watch people settle down and I didn't want to go to family dinners anymore I didn't want to go on those family <sighs> Easter trips where I was the sad single or the only Whoa. single person in the family Next I one just one we're gonna be
1: a full crew full <laughs> I know house. A full
0: crew so I definitely ran away to Thailand cuz I couldn't I couldn't be around it anymore. I needed to get away from the dating scene here. I, I I was sick of dating apps. I was sick of the dating culture here and I was like I need to like shake my whole life up. And I went to Thailand and I remember it was like there were couples everywhere. It was like I couldn't escape the happy couples. Mm. And I remember looking at this couple on the beach. They were so beautiful and they were dancing very oh, sensually no. together and they looked so in love. And I thought, and in my head I'm like, I fucking hate you. I hate <laughs> you. And I went home and just cried.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Is this your last trip to Thailand?
0: <laughs> no, that was the, that was December last oh, year just before oh, right. I met Nick. Oh. I know. It was it's comical kind of looking back because I was so angry at the world. But
1: thank goodness you went to Thailand.
0: Yeah, I know. And I think at that point I went through a bit of a grieving process. So, do you remember we did mm. an episode on here with that journalist and she didn't have kids. And she started going yeah. through this like grieving process. So I actually feel like I went through that. And I just said to myself, I deleted the ads and I said, this is never going to happen for me. And I'm sick of trying to be someone else that's going to attract the right person. Like I'm trying to be someone else that's going to attract the person that like, cause you know, like you think in your head, you're like, oh, this type of girl is the girl that gets the guys. I think I had that in my head. Well,
1: watching maths, that's not true. No, what do you mean? Well, all those gorgeous girls who have (sighs) been let down so many times. Yeah.
0: And I thought, I can't be bothered trying to be someone else. Like, I think I always tried to be the cool girl. Like, oh, I don't really want a relationship. Go with the flow. Like, Mm. I think girls sometimes think that they need to be the cool girl. And I was like, I just want to be myself. I want to just let all my quirks and craziness. I want to let it all out. I don't want to have to <laughs> pretend anymore. I don't want to go on dates and not be able to be honest and vulnerable and all the th- like. I just, I just want it to be. So I think that grieving process was like, I'm done with this kind of dating. Now I just want to be myself. I don't even care if I don't meet someone because I just want to be myself now. But
1: did you have and- a list of what you were looking for?
0: Yes. Oh, I di- sorry. I, I just skipped over that part. Thank you for getting me back on track, Linda. <laughs> so I remember after like a probably 20, I went on probably 20 dates in six months and they were all horrendous. Not horrendous, but they really fucked up my self-esteem. You know, guys ghosting or telling me they want non-monogamy or like you know, remember that guy that cancelled, I re- I kind of quite oh, had, I yeah. liked him and he cancelled on me the day, yeah, like a few a hours before the date. ridiculous With the most ridiculous excuse. And it was because he probably wasn't that interested, but I took it to heart, mm. was very upset about it. And so I remember writing a list of things, which there were no superficial things on that list. He didn't have to have... He didn't need to be this or that or look like this or do this or have these hobbies or blah, 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 blah. It was just all personality traits. Kindness was on there. That coupled with the like grieving process and then just being like, nah, I'm done. I'm just going to be myself. I don't know. The universe just somehow somehow decided this was the time that I deserved to meet someone. I don't know. It's just something happened where I gave up. And I stopped and
1: he appeared
0: and then and then he kind of just appeared and it was weird because he's so lovely and nice. I just wasn't expecting someone like that
1: Mm. to have such
0: an impact on me.
1: Yeah, and he's had an impact I think on all of us
0: what do you mean? (laughs) He's so kind. He's so nice. He's so nice. Don't be fooled by the tattoos because the tattoos, I think, throw people off and he's just like such a nice, kind person.
1: I've given up my um, bins to him. So he does the bins on Sunday night. I can barely let that task go because I'm so controlling, (laughs) but I've let it go and I'm so grateful. (laughs) <laughs> a man is doing the bins for me. First time know, ever. First time in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, one more thing I wanted to say. I feel like I've painted a pretty bad picture of being single, but really, it was just that last year that was quite terrible. And I think that was because by that stage, I'd really admitted that I wanted to meet someone, and I was having so many bad experiences on dating apps that. It was a hard year, but they always say, like going through, it like that. You know that kind of like it's like what is it? The dark, it's dark before, darkest before the dawn. Do- what is that the, saying?
1: The it's darkest? something before the storm. The let me
0: get this saying up. It's storm. darkest before the dawn. The meaning of that saying is things always seem to get worse before yep, they get better. Right. Even in the worst of circumstances, there is hope. So I feel like that is just sums up that year. You have to go through all these terrible dating experiences to then write the list of what you want and then end up with the right person. I feel like it had to happen that way. You
1: had to shed your skin.
0: Yeah, and I think I just wanted to be myself. The best thing about it now, he's super quirky as well. We've got quite a quirky personalities together and we just you know have our own little like love language that just sounds mental and i think that's <laughs> nice to just be able to be yourself. Are you like that with dad do you think? What? Quirky? Just yeah, no. from the beginning do you think?
1: No, no, no quirky. No, 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 i'm not quirky.
0: <laughs> just on this podcast. You're only quirky
1: on this podcast. I don't know. I can't remember. It's too long ago. But
0: I will say there's the positives of single life for me now that I look back on it. There's a lot of freedom, so much freedom. Now I can't just like get on a plane overseas. Like I have someone else that I have to think about. Well,
1: excuse me, you are. I know. <laughs> no, but we had
0: to discuss to. Oh, you I, had, to we had to discuss it as that. if he would I to- say,
1: oh, I don't want you to go.
0: He didn't want me to go. Oh. I'm going to he's Bali. i still going. But I'm still going. Yeah, because we compromised on like how long and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. He wouldn't have wanted me to go when he just got to Melbourne, though. Like had to no. had to well, wait.
1: Hello. Now he's got you. We will look after him. You'll I look know. after him. His surrogate parents <laughs> will look after
0: him. The other positive is that I think you grow into who you're meant to be. And I think that if I'd gotten married and had kids I probably wouldn't be freelancing now and I probably wouldn't have a really good work life. Like I'm so happy with my, where my mm. work's at. I don't think that might not have happened if I'd sort of done life Maybe it would have happened, but I feel like I've gotten there quicker, more time. You'll like this one. You have more time to be with your parents. <laughs> better or worse. I spent so much time with mum and dad. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I sometimes slept on their couch.
1: I've put away the spare duvet, doona, and the sheet and the pillow and even the (laughs) eye mask. I got rid of the toothbrush, the spare toothpaste. I'm very relaxed. But
0: but just for context, I live below mum and dad and we all live in the same building. I live below them. And I used to still sleep on their couch yeah. when I was really lonely. Yes.
1: Oh, because I don't have so- a spare bedroom, unfortunately. <laughs> so- that was deliberate, so you kids would leave us alone. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, more time to spend with your parents. As sad as it felt at the time, it's <laughs> <I'm->
1: not sad. <laughs> parents are great.
0: I used to spend a lot of time up there. <laughs> and then also, it's an opportunity to see the world because, like, I did so much travel. Yeah, I've had so many amazing experiences overseas that mm. I might not have gotten. So I think there's a lot. Oh, and I started this podcast too. So there's like been yes, lots of positives and dragged
1: me into it. Brilliant. I know,
0: but yeah, that last year was really hard. But I think that there is hope for single. For I would call long term. I'd call it long term single life, which mm. is what I had. Because I just think if it happened for me, it can happen to anyone. I think the one takeaway that actually I probably learned from my therapist,
1: mm.
0: he was getting me to practice being vulnerable, which is really just being yourself, turning up as yourself. If I hadn't practiced being myself, I might not have had that connection with someone because I just think it's really difficult. I think it's hard to connect with someone when you're pretending to be someone else.
1: Who were you pretending to be? Or well, you don't know. You don't really know.
0: I think just trying to be a better version of myself or less quirky or less weird or less crazy or less, I don't know, just trying to be not like cool girl, I think.
1: How do you go? I did see that you have these new because I'm sure people know that you like to go to sleep with noise. Yes. So are you? Nick still, says I look crazy. So you've got a whole head thing. Yeah, I,
0: I have a headband which is my headphones, and yeah. then I have a eye mask over the top. Yeah. And he, he says I look like he wakes up in the morning and I'm like s- spread out with like two headbands on. That
1: used to really worry me about you and I'd think no one <laughs> is ever going to put up with that shit, so I'm amazed <laughs> that you two have somehow sorted it out. When I met Dad, I always had the radio on and I'd have it on an arm um, sleep for 30 minutes when he started staying he said I cannot sleep with that noise and I had to turn it off mm, that's that well, was our compromise so I'm very glad you two worked that that's out not a that's not a, that I gave it the up com-
0: so the compromise has been I had to get special sleep headphones but that's been the compromise but I was
1: more worried that someone would go she's a complete nutter
0: he he, he accepts <laughs> All of the crazy, nutty parts of me and I have no, like there's nothing I wouldn't feel comfortable sharing. And my biggest fear in life was that I'd meet someone and I'd not be able to just be myself Mm. and say, what you know, I feel like that was my biggest worry. Anyway, so if you're in that stage that I was in, I totally feel where you are at right now. But I just wanted to do this episode because I do think don't give up. I think that's the main thing is just – well, I did give up, but I didn't really give up. Like I gave up on dating apps.
1: Honestly, I, I had given up.
0: You had given up. I had. Yeah. I had too. And I
1: had come to acceptance and I would say yep. to people, which I've said before on this podcast, Hannah is happy single, like stop asking has she yeah. met someone. It's That's it.
0: And now I almost feel like a traitor to my former self because I'm like I really – I really do think that for a long time I was fine with it, but then that last year I was not okay with it anymore. And I really was, yeah, I was very sad and Mm. and it was a sad, I felt really sad most of that year. But I feel like I put the work in and got the result that I was looking for, which Mm. was, yeah, I feel like I met someone that's, that's super nice and, More than anything, just that we just can, you know, just you just get on with them. Very
1: suited, yeah, 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 very Mm, suited, very.
0: And the thing is that I didn't want to settle. Like I didn't want to settle for someone that I wasn't a good match with. Mm. But I almost was at the stage that I might. You know Ooh. the kind of relationship where you don't want to spend every night together and you just want to have your space and like I've dated people like that where you're just like, mm-
1: not tonight
0: I don't I don't want to spend any more time with this person.
1: boy well,
0: I was probably gonna settle for companionship.
1: Well, there's nothing wrong with that
0: there's nothing wrong with that I, <laughs> I just didn't, I just I just didn't want that. I wanted something special anyway. Anyway, this is our first episode back and it's really nice to be
1: back. So excited, so excited. And we've
0: got, I've picked people that are coming on and we're going to be talking about really interesting ways of living, choosing your own path. It doesn't matter if you're single or not single, but I just think there's some amazing guests coming up. Mm. Oh, and we're weekly. We're going to be weekly, not fortnightly. Really? Yeah.
1: Boy, bit of work to do. Okay. (laughs)
0: If you made it this far, I'm hoping that you enjoyed the podcast. If you could subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, that would be much appreciated. It really helps other people find the podcast. Not that I'm desperate or anything. See you next week.